<clears throat> Shane, if you would, take me to Acts 3 and 12. It's not on the list, but it's all right. It's still good. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? I'm going to tell you why. Because it was cool. That man sat at that gate and begged day after day, week after week, asking alms, and all of a sudden he's up walking around. And Peter acts like it's no big deal. Why are you marveling at this? I would be. Would you? Because it's awesome, dude. That's why. Watch what he says. Or why look ye so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness we made this man to walk? Watch this next verse. The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob the God of our fathers hath glorified his son Jesus, whom ye delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. You may be seated. These men understood where their power came from. They understood that it wasn't their own power. It wasn't even through their own righteous living. He said it's not even in our holiness that we did this through. He said, but I'm going to tell you where we got this power. It was through Jesus. God had glorified his son and given him power. Jesus said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Listen, I don't have to set this sermon up. I'm not getting to the good stuff. This is the good stuff. Because there truly is power in the name of Jesus. There truly is deliverance in the name of Jesus. Don't look at the vessel. Look at what the vessel is using to get the job done. Too many times we look at the person and we exalt the person when by their own holiness they couldn't do anything at all. But know through the name of Jesus Christ, deliverance is possible. The attic is made free. The bound are liberated. The brokenhearted are restored. Marriages are put back together. Broken families are put back together. People that can't walk, start walking. People that can't hear, start hearing. People that can't see, start seeing. That doesn't happen through any disciple. That happens by and through the name of Jesus Christ. Look at the person beside you and say there's power in the name of Jesus. There's so much power in his name. I don't know what's going on in our society. You tell me. I get a little out of touch. I found out things. I'll say something. Everybody looks at all these young people look at me like I'm crazy. But I think I've been picking up on the last couple of years that the signs in the Zodiac, people starting to post on all of their social media. Am I wrong or am I right? Seems to me that people are getting caught up in the signs of the skies. And I want to let you know something real fast. If you play with that stuff, you're playing with witchcraft. 
Because if you go to the Wiccan church site, you can look on there and it'll say, uh, the moon is lining up with Venus and this is lining up with this and that's lining up with that. I'm going to tell you right now, it don't matter how the stars lined up because the sun came down a long time ago and you don't need anything else to line up. All you need to know is there was a man named Jesus that died on a cross and got up on the third day and he's alive forevermore and you got power over all the power of the enemy I don't need it all to line up I know what happened 2,000 years ago and I can walk in victory man I feel preachy today I want to talk to you about the power of Jesus because it's time for the church to realize who they are so long we have treated church like a social club so long we've come to see our friend so long we've attended churches because we like the people that are around us. Those days have got to end. we got to find a place that's getting a hold of God and not worried about the social aspect of it, but they're working on their vertical relationship with God because when we get our vertical relationship with Him right, all the horizontal stuff will take care of itself. Aaron, it's time for the church to get hungry again, get thirsty again, go after God again, seek ye first the kingdom of God. All these other things will be added unto you. I'm not here to preach on God blessing your finances. I'm here to tell you when you get a relationship with God, he'll bless your finances. I'm not here to tell you God's going to bless your family. I'm here to tell you when you get in proximity of his presence, you're going to be blessed. Oh, Jason was talking about the prodigal son this morning. If you don't know what prodigal means, it means extravagant. We serve a prodigal God. God is extravagant. Is he not? You know, Tammy, he could have put eight stars in the sky. And we'd have been okay with that. But no, when he flung them across the universe, it's flung a word. It'll work. Southern West Virginia, it's a word. When he flung them across the universe, he didn't just put eight. He made them to where we can't even count them because God's extravagant. Oh, he could have created one river but no he created all kinds of rivers and he made a couple of them flow north just because he's God man when God does it he does it right have you ever looked Shane Shane, Shane got me hooked he came up to the house the other day and he said uh, man we need to go on vacation in Vietnam I said why in the world would we do that he said check this out by the way Y'all will want to go after I get done telling you this. They had hotels that were so awesome. 40 bucks a night. Your dollar goes a long way over there. Man, they had these resorts. And, and, and just the other day, I was, I was telling somebody at work about it. And this guy said, you're crazy. Why would you go there? He said, there ain't nothing over there. And I started showing him the pictures. And he said, that's in Vietnam. I said, yeah, man, you want to go? I do now. And man, when I started looking at it knowing, I started realizing I was just talking about Shane's little thing. He got me. And man, I started looking at those pictures. And man, do we really realize how extravagant and awesome our God really is? Man, when he created it, he created it right. There is no artist like the God we serve. 
when he put it out there, man, he put it out there. Oh, the seven wonders of the world. There's way more wonders of this world than just seven because the God that created it created it in a way that, that, that shows his handiwork. And even this world, this whole creation glorifies him. How awesome he is. How great he is. And if he spent that much on creating stars and trees and all the beauty of the earth, how much more is he willing to do for a blood-bought, spirit-filled child of his own? The prodigal went back, as we learned this morning, expecting to become a servant. The problem was the father didn't view him as a servant. He viewed him as a son. And because he viewed him as a son, he gave him some things. He gave him a robe. He put the robe on him. I don't know if you caught this or not, but he didn't even tell him to shower first. He's been down there in the pig pen. He's been down there messing around with the pigs. And he comes back and he covers all of that. Oh, man, are you listening to me? How great the Father's love is. I don't want to talk about that part. There's one part that, as you mentioned it this morning, Jason, he put a ring on his finger. He put, the father put a ring on his son's finger. What did that mean? When he comes back home, I get the robe. I even get the shoes. But he gave him a ring. And I believe that's why the elder brother was so tore up. Because surely he's not going to come back here into this domain and have any authority here. Because when you read in Scripture... That ring represented authority. It represented power. And I want to insert this into your thought right now. He would have never got that authority down there in the pig pen. Oh. He would have never received that power down there in the pig pen. But he had to get in the right proximity of the Father before he could receive the authority of the Father. Let me say it like this. We can't dabble in sin and expect God to give us authority. No, it's time for the church to get up, put her face back to the Father, and say, I've done wrong, Father, but I'm coming back home, and I need my authority restored. Oh, oh man do we realize who we are do we realize that connection you can't stay away from the father and walk in authority you can't stay away from the father man let me tell you what makes a pastor's heart proud we were riding down the road the other day and I was talking to Ian I said Ian there's a difference between religious enthusiasm and the anointing he said, oh, I know. I said, what's the difference? He said, the anointing comes by the way you live. The anointing comes by your relationship. Man, you can get people excited. Hey, listen, the music today, uh, spot. yeah, man, 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 they're, they're getting better and better. They're getting better and better. But we can't get so good, Aaron, as we've talked before where we know how to move a crowd. I don't want to ever get to the place, Kevin, to where I know what things work and get people excited because that's not religious, that's, that's not anointing, that's religious enthusiasm. You can get people excited about things and they get enthusiastic about it and there's energy that takes place. When you get a lot of people together, unified on one subject, there's an energy that takes place. 
you don't believe me, let me take you to Mountaineer Field. And let me watch what happens when they go, oh, 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 that whole place. You're like, man, we're about ready to break out and worship. Man, it's just a sound. Unifies people. And man, it builds energy. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm not looking for religious enthusiasm. I'm looking for anointing. And anointing comes through a ring. Anointing comes through relationship. A ring represents covenant. And that covenant, when you're in covenant with God, he gives you, a, he gives you this ring. And that ring is authority. And that ring is dominion. He said, you're not my servant. You're my son. Now you walk in power. And when you walk into a room, things change. Alice, we can have good service and people still walk out of here deaf. And I'm not just talking natural. I'm talking spiritual. We can come to church and, man, have a good service and never tear down any spiritual walls. But when we walk in covenant, you can't help but walk in authority. They said, what are you marveling at? Now I, get, now I get it. I get what Peter's saying. Why are y'all looking at us? Why are y'all so tore up about this? This is Jesus. He tried to tell you, but y'all rejected him. He, he, Pilate was going to let him go, but y'all wouldn't let him because you didn't believe he was who he says he was. But now you see this happening. Let me tell you why this is happening. Because we're in covenant with the one that you rejected. I don't care if this world keeps rejecting Jesus. I want to stay in covenant with him. My goal is to never get in covenant with this world because I'm in covenant with the Father. It's time we start praying different. I said, Eddie, it's time we start praying different. We walk in. God, if, if it be your will, I would love for you to save my brother. If it be your will. If, if, be your will. Lord willing, creek don't rise. Would you save his soul? It's not God's will that any should perish. So you already know the will of God. So why are you asking, Lord, if it's, if it's your will, would you save him? It's his will to save him. You got a spouse that lo that's lost? It's God's will to save him. If you're single right now and you're raising kids, it's God's will that he save your children. So we got to stop walking in there into the presence of God like we're a servant because he knows that we're a son. And when we're a son, we walk in a different realm. We walk with a different attitude. We walk with a different confidence. I read a story one time, and it said Muhammad Ali's daughter was in a boxing match. And, man, she was getting beat up pretty bad. She said, I was completely exhausted. She said, I was done. Never been that tired in my life. She said she got to the corner, and she contemplated telling her corner, throw in the towel, I'm done, I'm done. And she said this one thought came to my mind. She said, you can't throw in the towel. You've got to remember whose daughter you are. Oh, man. Have you ever felt like giving up? 
Have you ever felt like saying, man, I've tried, I've prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed. Just It's time to throw in the towel. Let me remind you of whose daughter you are. Let me remind you whose son you are. Let me tell you, she got up and the story said she went out and won the fight. Why? Because of one reason. She knew who she belonged to. Do you understand who you belong to? This ain't my power. This ain't my holiness. No, this comes by and through the name of one that is greater than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose. But I'm telling you, I got a God that'll create things when the world says it can't be created. Oh man, we got to start doing prayer lines different. You got a need? We got to start praying on the needs like this. I declare by the authority of God's word and through the power of the name of Jesus. This is not based on my holiness. This, ain't, this is not based on my righteousness. This is based on the blood of Jesus. And I'm in covenant with him and he has imputed his power and he's gave me a ring and he's gave me authority and he's gave me dominion and by and through the power of the name of Jesus, he's greater than every need. He's bigger than every problem. Whatever it is, God's greater. God's greater. God's greater. God's greater. God's greater. Oh, I was about to give up. Remember who you are. I sat under pastor for 14 years, and I believe his favorite song went like this. Satan came to me this morning, spoke to me without a warning. So why don't you just quit and compromise? I said, look here, you devil. With you, I'm going to level. I can't quit. I got my eye on the prize. I can't quit. I got my eye on the prize. Man, I don't know what's going on in Crab Orchard, but I know if this church catches on fire, I know what could go on in Crab Orchard. There's somebody in this town woke up this morning, looked at the paper, got their little horoscope, and they're depressed right now. I wish I wasn't a Gemini. Oh, I got up this morning, started reading God's word, and I was like, I don't care what's going on out there in the celestial. I've got something inside of me that's greater than any form, any fashion, any power of this world, and everything's going to be all right. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. You can get up every morning and say, this is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it in the name of Jesus. I don't care if the creek does rise. I got joy. I I don't care if it does get bad. I got peace in the name of Jesus. Hurry, I got, I got to back this up. Proverbs 29 and 2. Proverbs 29 and 2. When the righteous are in authority, the people, <laughs> what do they do? They rejoice. When the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn you know what we do we blame people that complain 
on them being complainers. Well, you just need to have a positive attitude, sir. You ever been around somebody that don't vote and they still fuss about who's in office? When they start complaining politics, my first question is, do you vote? Well, no. Nah. Mm. Don't care. Don't care. If you're not trying to make a difference, you say, well, my vote don't count anyway. Try it. At least you're trying. It's a rigged system. Yeah, try it. Try it. Just try it. Then I'll listen to you fuss. If you're not trying to make a difference, then what are you complaining about? Man, there's a lot of people, Brother Eddie, sat in the church, and they just fuss. They used to rattle me a little bit. They used to rattle me. When you come at me, and you tell me, oh, you need to do this, 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 and this, and I don't see you for three weeks, your opinion stops mattering to me. Where, 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 where you been? I tell you what the church needs to do. I said it. Uh, go ahead. I sit in a service where some of the musicians would play music, and right after they got done, they'd go home. And the pastor would preach without them. They left. They left the service. And then one day, one of them said, you know, church, what I think, and I leaned over and told Tracy, that I don't care what he thinks. Go ahead, stare at me. Look at me like I'm mean. If you got no regard for God's word, and you can walk out and leave when God's word is coming, I don't care who the vessel is, and God's word is coming forth, and you can walk out on that, your opinion don't matter to me. But give me somebody that's on fire for the kingdom of God, that understand the power of his word, that have a relationship with him, and they're in covenant with him, and they're walking with him, and they came back, and they got a robe, and they got a ring, and they got shoes. I, I'm going to say, listen up, this man's on fire. When the righteous are in authority, Brother Gary, the people rejoice. I don't know what's wrong with my kids. It might be you. I just don't know what's wrong with all those people that work around me at work. Let me tell you what you do. Start walking in authority. Because when you walk in authority, the people rejoice. What does that mean, walking in authority? It means you walk in the power that Jesus ordained you to walk in. Do you understand? Brother Eddie, we was at a Thanksgiving dinner one time. And usually when our family's together, Robin, who do they make pray? I pray, right? I'll pray. If it's Christmas dinner, they make me pray. And after I got done one time, Eddie prayed again. And he said, God, if Damon ain't living right, please bless his food. <laughs> you remember doing that to me? He 
he's a cruel man. We was at a safety meeting, Brother Eddie, and they let this guy pray after it was over. And I've heard that guy on the CB, and I've heard things he talk about. And it's not just the adverbs and adjectives that he uses. It's the subject of his conversation. And he prayed for our safety. And after he got done, I said, God, I know he's not living right, so keep us safe. <laughs> hey, hey, we appreciate the prayer. I don't. That thing didn't get even out of this trailer, pal. You, you ain't in covenant. And when you ain't in covenant, you don't walk in power. If you don't walk in power, if you regard iniquity in your heart, he said, I won't hear your prayer. So you can pray for safety every, every safety meeting from here until the eternity. But unless you're in covenant, God don't hear your prayer. Are y'all listening to me? But man, when you come back, I want you to notice this. And I wanted to say something this morning. I don't know why he didn't do it. Because there's instances when the father chases down the lost sheep. But that father didn't go anywhere in this instance. He sat right there. We sing songs about him chasing us down all the time. But in that story, he didn't go anywhere. He gave him his inheritance. That means he had already given him everything he could give him. And I truly believe that's why the son came to himself. Are y'all listening to me? But let me tell you who relocated. It wasn't the father. It was the lost servant. It was the lost son. It was the son that relocated. He said, I'm going back home. I'm going back. And when I get, oh, do you understand when you repent and turn back to the Father, there is some power in that. There is some authority in that. There, oh, there's a relationship. So when the righteous are in authority, you say, hey, I, I, I'm convinced. Randy, I'm convinced that if they send an honest man, a really honest man, to D.C., he couldn't fix it. So we want something big to happen, and we want to turn our country around. First of all, we got to turn us around. And then, Kevin, when I get turned around, I'm going to turn my family around. When my family gets turned around, they're going to start turning people around. Because I promise you this, fire is contagious. People will come. To watch you burn. Darren may testify about it. He may talk about it. But he messed up because he already told me. And he ain't here. So I'm gonna... He said he's reading a book about this guy that was in constant communication with Jesus. He was a dishwasher. People came from all over the world to watch this guy wash dishes. Because they said whenever you was around him, you could just feel the presence of God. Whenever you got near him, the presence of God just radiated off. He wasn't preaching. He wasn't testifying. He was just in relationship with Jesus. I'm going to tell you right now, when we get in relationship with Jesus, you're not going to have to walk in and say, hey, I've been in prayer. Hey, I've been fasting. Hey, I've been in relationship. No, you're going to walk in and people's going to be able to tell there's something different about you and this world is mourning, but you still got joy. This world is struggling, but you still got peace because you walk in authority, because you know who you belong to. You know who your daddy is and you know that he's got your back. Can you say amen? Hurry, hurry. Watch this, Genesis 41, 42. Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand and arrayed him in vestures of fine linen. Linen. Sarah, linen. Fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck. <laughs> We'd have done preached. Never mind. And made him to ride in the second chariot which he had. And they cried before him, bow the knee. What did he give him? A ring. Who put it on him? 
Pharaoh. I'm going to put a ring on your finger. You ready? Exactly. We're like, yeah, Jesus, if you're going to do it, you're going to come over here because I ain't coming over there. Lord, if you want me to walk in authority, you come on down here. I'm down here on the couch. You Lord knows where I'm at. Mama needs no marker to mark where she lay. Jesus knows. But here's what's going to have to happen. If you want it, and I can't reach you from here, you're just too far away. So you got to, oh, are y'all listening to me? You got to be willing to get closer to him so that you can walk in his authority. Let me tell you who was the closest person in all of Egypt to Pharaoh at this time. Joseph. He rode second in command. He rode shotgun. I don't know if they had them back then. You say, no, they didn't. I don't know, man. Time Life said they found pictures of airplanes and everything in pyramids. I'm just telling you what they said. Man, walking in proximity, staying close, he put the ring on his finger. Here's your authority. Joseph got his authority because he, oh, because of relationship, because of covenant, and because of staying close. God's not going to give you authority when we walk. Right, we're trying to walk right on the edge of his wheel. I want to be close enough to know I'm saved, but lost enough to still have some fun. Half of my blood is Cain's blood. Half of my blood is Abel's. One eye looks toward heaven. One eye looks for trouble. That's a real country song. <laughs> I didn't make that up. That's real stuff. I bought the CD when I was a young Christian. I thought since I had Cain and Abel, it was like Christian. <laughs> I was in a truck with Nick White, and he said, that's garbage, and threw it out the window. <laughs> I said, now, both eyes look for my CD. <laughs> we got people that are trying to look one way and look the other way. You're not going to walk in authority like that. Are you listening? You're not going to walk in authority like that. If I can, we, we sing about how awesome the name of Jesus is. And we use it in a church setting, and it makes good singing subject. But in the middle of the temptation, do we ever say, in the name of Jesus, Satan, you need to leave this place because I'm a child of God, and I'm not giving in to this temptation because I walk in relationship, and I want the authority that comes with that relationship. Esther 8 and 1. I'm almost done. <laughs> On that day... Did the king give the house of Haman, the Jews, enemy unto Esther, Hazarias, enemy unto, just to let y'all know, I can get close, enemy unto Esther, the queen, and Mordecai came before the king, and Esther had told what he was unto her, and the king took off his ring, which he had taken from Haman. Whose ring was it? Whose? Wait a minute. 
he took off his ring which he had given, had given to Haman. Whose ring was it? It was the king's ring. The king had given the ring to Haman. And he took it back and he gives his ring to Mordecai. Oh man, do you understand this? Do you see what's going on? It's God that lifts up. It's God that puts down. This world can't stop you from receiving authority if you want to have relationship. The devil understands the power of this authority. So AJ, he tries his best to break our relationship. Because when he breaks our relationship, he destroys our confidence. Let's be honest. If you don't talk to Jesus, you don't have a whole lot of confidence in your relationship with Jesus. Am I preaching right? I'm, I'm saved. I'm saved. Are you real saved? Hang on by the skin of my teeth. If you died right now, would you go to heaven? Oh, Lord, preacher, I hope so. I hope. You hope? You hope. Does that mean you don't know? Are you saved? Sort of. Sort of? Kind of? Maybe? Possibly? Are you or ain't you? Is you is or is you ain't? Questions to you. Let me tell you what happens when you walk in close proximity. When you walk close to him, you got confidence. And when you walk close to him, he talks to you. Enoch walked with God and was not because God took him. Walk with me. Come on, walk with me. 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 You know what you got to do? You got to adjust. You got to adjust because let me tell you something about God. The Spirit's moving. And, 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 and here's what's going to happen. Sooner or later, if you keep walking with me, I'm going to talk to you. Even if it's to say, what are you doing? Why are you following me? We should try that. Everybody, when you go leave church, they just start following random people around. I mean, stalk them. Get right behind them. When they turn around, you say, I'd like to witness to you. <laughs> See how that works out for you. Everywhere God went, that's where Enoch went. And, man, God started talking to him. And he started revealing to him things. And, man, he started opening up to him. And, you know, it was Enoch that prophesied he's coming back with 10,000 of his saints. That was Enoch. That was pretty far down the road. So one scholar said they believe that God just got so opened up with Enoch that he said, this guy's going to tell. I've revealed a whole lot to him, so I better just keep him with me. <laughs> oh, man, are y'all listening to this? Paul said there was a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I can't tell you. But he was caught up into the third heaven and saw things. What, what was it? Unlawful to talk about. Man, that is good stuff, people. I wish he'd have wrote it down. But he didn't tell us what he saw. That'd been great. But you know what? Here's the thing. I don't have to wait. 
I can have the same relationship with Jesus that Paul had. And whether in the body or out of the body, I don't have to know, man. I can get caught up in the third heaven. God is not a respecter of person. The difference is Paul walked with God. In the shipwreck, he walked with God. In the beatings, he walked with God. In the fastings, he walked with God. In the bad times, he walked with God. With the viper on his hand, he walked with God. Listen, people, if I'm ever in a place and I get bit by a viper, I'm going to question whether the Lord wanted me there or not. I must have been in the wrong place at the wrong time. The Lord didn't call me here. That hurts. But you know what? Sometimes being right in the center of God's will, you're still in a storm. But let me tell you what happens with people with authority. When the storm comes, they ride out the storm. They ride it out because they know who they belong to. They walk in authority. Oh, man. We're going to start praying different. Go ahead. Thank you. I knew he'd give up. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a setup. It's always a setup. And I picked somebody not on the front row. Just want to let y'all know I didn't pick anybody up front so you can be safe up here. I'm going to start getting all of my illustrations from the back row from now on. I'm working my way to you. Real quick Luke 10, 17, 20. Come on, musicians. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us. Through thy name. And Jesus said, wow. (laughs) That's funny. You picture these kind of scenarios. They're like, Jesus, even the devils are subject unto us. For real? (laughs) Wow. Who knew? I love when they tell Jesus stuff. like Like he wouldn't know. They come back and they say, Lord, even the devils are subject. You kidding. That's so cool. What a benefit. Next verse. He said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. I love the way Jesus talks to people. He don't talk like we talk. Never does. Never has. Never will. His ways are high above our ways. Jesus The demons are subject unto us. I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Watch this. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Y'all know the story, but I got to tell it in case somebody didn't hear it. That old country boy was testifying about this verse. He said, honey. Because that's what country people say. They say, honey. Honey. He said, I could trade on serpents and scorpions. A serpent strikes from the head. And a scorpion strikes from the tail. So head or tails, honey, I win. Hillbilly logic right there. Over all the power of the enemy. Over all the power of the enemy. I want you to look at the person that you like sitting beside you. And I want you to say, you have power 
over all the power of the enemy. I want you to look at him again. I want you to tell him again. You have power. It's not that hard, y'all. It's not that many words. You have power over all the power of the enemy. It's going to be my answer. When you come to me and you say, Pastor, the devil's really beating me up. You have power over all the power of the enemy. Do you know who you are? But, 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 but well, see, what happened was he, 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 he's defeated. He's stripped. The only leverage he gets on you is what you let him have. Because you got the ring. You got the ring. You know what you can do with the devil? You can look at him and say, because I said so. Man, kids hate that answer. No, and even when I had a good reason, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it because my, my parents would say, because I said so. And I'm like, I need, I need reasoning here. Like, I, I, need to, I, I need to make all this logic work out. Because I said so. And there were times when I said I'd never say that. I'd explain to them what was going on. There have been times, few times, but times. And I didn't want to explain. I said, because I said so. I'm the daddy. And I pay for this place. <laughs> You can look at the devil and say, devil, get out, because I said so. I'm in relationship. I'm in covenant. I got the authority to tell you to go. You got power over all the power of the enemy. Where'd you get that power? Next verse. Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not. The spirit are subject to you, but rather rejoice, because your names are written in heaven. I'm in covenant, Brother Eddie. He signed my name to the covenant book. I couldn't even write it. I was too broke to write it, but he wrote my name in covenant. <laughs> you need prayer right now. I'd step out and I'd walk up here. You got something in your life? You need the devil to take his hands off? Come up here. We're going to agree together. And we're going to say, in the name of Jesus, by the authority of God's word, Devil, you got to go. You got a spouse that's lost. You need to come up here and rebuke that, that spirit. Would you come? Would you come? Would you step out? Would you step out? Do you need prayer? Would you like to pray with somebody? Would you like to step out and go pray for somebody in the church? Would you like to obey God for just a moment? Right now, you pray through authority. You pray with authority. You pray with authority. AJ, by the word of God, by the word of God, through the name of Jesus, by the authority of God's word, God's able to liberate him. God's able to liberate. God's able to set free. God's ready to break. Do you know who you are?